three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening. We are the real pineapple. This is Hunter, and I'm here with the pride of Idaho, Scott. Scott, how you doing? <laughs> Sorry. Hey, we don't your, love that music. It, don't do that. <laughs> your intros just get me pumped up. Yeah, thanks, man. And I'm yeah. here with the pride of Ireland, my my favorite Irish bro, Colin. How are you, sir? I'm good. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, so I'm, authentic. Well, I, so normally I like to try and build some suspense uh, for what I thought for a movie. I'm just going to jump in. I didn't like this at all. We were talking about the Cloverfield Paradox, which is... So, I think it was only me and... Me, me, I can't remember, Scott, if you were on the review or not, but... Yeah, me and you did uh, Cloverfield Yeah, Lane, t- did a Cloverfield or, Lane. Yeah. yeah. And I love... 99% of that movie. It's only until the last five minutes where I went, God damn it, you were so... You Tennessee tightened it. You were right on the one-yard line, and you were almost at a fan-fucking-tastic, and you just tripped up in the last But five. it was... Overall, it was a solid movie. Oh, it's a fa- I think it's, it's one of my favorite sci-fi movies until yeah. the last five minutes, and then I just get really depressed. John Goodwin is a beast in that one. Dude, he is no joke, man. Um, <laughs> it It's really... Fun. This is totally random, but... Um, he had that show, I can't remember what it's called, like Alpha House on Amazon, and I remember Colin saying, I like John Goodman, I just want don't want to see John Goodman starring in anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good when he just like pops out of nowhere and he's like a drug dealer or he's like the liaison guy or you know, just be chilling. Yeah. I remember who remember when he was he was on uh uh no, well, now I'm gonna forget it. <laughs> I, I, I totally remember that. Do you remember that, Colin? Do you yeah. remember? Oh, I remember. Nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm a member in about thirty seconds. All right, go ahead. Tight, tight, tight. But, but. Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? There you go. Wow, not even, not even thirty seconds. Damn. Proud. Anyways, yeah. Sorry. No, you're all. You know, you're all good. And then I think about about that Family Guy when he goes, "When I'm done eating, you can have the rest." There's never any left in any but, but very random Family Guy reference. I apologize, but um, that feeling I had at the end of the last Cloverfield, take that feeling and basically stretch it all the way for the whole hour and forty four minutes. Um, Scott, you want to kind of tell us what this is about? Um, yeah, I mean, they honestly, they rushed through the beginning plot so quickly that yeah. it's kind of hard to recall how they got where they got. Basically, there is, like, like it's real original. There's no more fossil fuels or anything <laughs> like that. So they're trying to kill, because no one's ever done that before. Never. Uh, and they're, and they're, um, it f- follows this crew on one of the space stations, essentially. Um... And they're, like, real important for some reason because they're going to, you know, like, be able to provide energy for the world. Um, And 
doesn't go right. Shocker. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's basically um, them figuring out what happened, uh, where they are, um, who to trust, who not to trust. Base your kind of basic space uh, thriller, uh, if you will, base sci-fi kind of space thriller. Uh, Colin, you, I know you saw Tim Cloverfield, right? Oh yeah, I, I love that movie. Yeah, I've, I've seen that one a few times. And we actually, I remember we watched um, the original Cloverfield at your house because I had never seen it, and I went, "Oh wow, that was actually a fun monster movie." And I don't know, man. I was there a script for this? It really felt like, I mean, this this wasn't at. Ooh, actually, I don't know. Did I hate this more in the Snowman? Ooh, I might have to, to come back to that. But anyway, <laughs> sorry, just. Excuse my inner dialogue, but um, it felt like they didn't just—they just didn't have a script for this. It really felt like they were making it up as they went along, and they kind of just went, "Well, it's because of this, because sci-fi and fuck you." That's really what it felt like they were continuously telling me, or or am I completely off base? I mean, please tell me if I'm. I so look, I I think the way this is all executed is terrible. I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> I like I like the concept of what they're trying to do, and I'm I'm actually even I would go as far to say that I would be interested in in like reading the um, like original script that this was supposed to be that was called God Particle. Yeah. Um, uh, which had nothing to do with the Cloverfield um, like universe at all. So they they took that and they incorporated this. I, I, I think a lot of this stuff is interesting, like the idea of, um, you know, doing like, like, like a God particle in, in general is really fascinating to me, like using a particle accelerator and like ripping a hole nerd. in the space, space time continuum. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm a nerd about real stuff and not fake people that fly around. Come on. What? How dare you? <laughs> Iron Man no, real, you fucker. no, but seriously, that like that stuff, that stuff at least interests me. So like the idea of this movie, like at least excited me when I started watching it because I kind of was like, oh, let's see what this is all about. Obviously, like I was like, okay, well they're gonna probably rip a, a you know a hole in um, space, and there's gonna be parallel universes involved. Like hence the name paradox. Like I was down for all that. The execution of all that, I think, is terrible. Like, they try and make this into a horror movie. They do, like, absolutely no explanation of what any of this is. So you're basically just, like, figure it out on your own. Um, I even went as far to, like, go on some, like, Reddit forums to see what people were saying about it. And there was, like, interesting fan theories of people that, like, took the plot seriously. And, like, that was, like, interesting to read for, like, a little bit. Um, but when you boil it down, like, the way this plot plays out is terrible. <laughs> like, a, a woman shows up inside the wall of the ship. It's just, like, a, you know, a guy's head explodes in worms. It's just a bunch of, like, shock value horror level stuff that, um, you know, adds up to nothing substance-wise. So I, I, was, I was pretty pissed off. So, you know, and, and that's fair. And, and honestly, I, I'm i coming across bad on this, but I, I, I agree with you 100%. I thought the concept, I went, oh, 
interesting, okay, you know, a little, I, I always go through these modes every now and then where I rewatch the Twilight Zone, and I'm rewatching the Twilight Zone right now, um, me and Scott, we've nerded out about it on the podcast too, that's one of my favorite shows ever, I think it's just brilliant sci-fi, some of those episodes, and this reminded me of a really bad Twilight Zone episode where I go, oh, they'll, they'll probably get it next week or whatever, um, it is frustrating, Colin, because you're right. The the concept um, is really interesting. It could have really gone to some interesting places, but you're right. The execution just wasn't um, like like what what's the point of the connection to Cloverfield? Like, let's there like, is just <laughs> this looks so just, bad. Just yeah. get 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 rid of that association yeah. and make your own movie. Because I yeah. feel like. Even the cast that they had here was decent. Like, there's, I don't think there was necessarily bad acting, um, but like, remove that association so that you can feel free to do whatever you want. Because there's, a, at the end, the very end of the movie, they show you a little clip, kind of like they always do at the end of these Cloverfield movies, and it's just like completely unnecessary to the entire plot that. Like, not completely unnecessary, because they tie it together, but, like, there's no need... They should have just been able to run wild, kind of like you were saying, Colin, like, the, use use what they had and just run with that instead of, like, feeling like they had to be associated with this series. Yeah, and I think, I think there's a good movie in here somewhere, like, at the very, very base level. Mm. Um, like, I like these types of movies usually in general like these weird trippy space movies like like hunter you said you've been a big fan of moon like that that movie where you know you have some crazy Mm -hmm. shit going on in space and then um you know there's there's movies like uh what's what was the one with cillian murphy like firefly or something like no not fire oh Um, oh uh, um it's on the tip of my tongue um, I know um, what you're talking about too. It's or something to do with sun. I could probably look at uh, IMDb, but I'll just let anyone listening just start yelling into their headphones because they know the answer. <laughs> but um, you know, in that, but you know, that there's there's movies that could be done, but there hasn't been quite this same plot where you have this you know rip in the space time, and then you got parallel universes where you, all of a sudden you're in a planet that um, the same space station has crashed. Like a, a uh, lot of that. Uh, uh, sunshine. Sunshine, thank you. Yeah, like, uh, like I, I like that movie. Um, you know, like I think there's ways this movie could have been good um, that I would have been interested. But the fact that they used it as like a vehicle to make it that monsters fell on Earth and that's their big explanation of like how Cloverfield happened to begin with was so cheap and like stupid. Yeah. And yeah, man. And even even to me, I would argue that even the I I also enjoy those kind of space movies that are, that kind of turn horror suspense. I I enjoy that, but I feel like a lot of elements of this movie, even separate from Cloverfield, were something that I've seen before. And like, it just, oh yeah, this movie's riddled like, with cliches. Right, like like there's a traitor. Um, there's definitely like a foreign. Like you said, somebody's head explodes with like something gross that no one can explain. They have cool gadgets. Like uh, at one point, um, I'm looking up his name right now, but one of the characters um, is like working on something. Um, Mundy is his name. Is the character's name? He like oh, yeah, yeah. reaches his hand like into the wall basically to like and 
I guess this is you know pretty big spoiler. Yeah, he, like we're, loses we're full his, spoilers. Yeah, he loses his arm just like into the wall, and it shows up somewhere else. And I feel like that could have been done better, um, or not done at all. Um, <laughs> and and like that would have feel like not wouldn't have cheapened this movie. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, I don't know, like, the the acting to me seemed fine, like, that wasn't the issue here, it's just, I had, I had seen everything before, um, you know that there was gonna be a big space explosion, um, like, obviously Traitor, there's, you know, everything that you would expect to happen is probably gonna happen, um, and they pepper it with this, um, plot on Earth, too, that I feel like is... They, they try to make an emotional connection with it, and I feel like that kind of falls flat. Um, yeah, it's just, it's very scattered to me, and doesn't really f- feel like they have a home for it, or like a real a pulse of this of this movie as it goes on. And honestly, I blink my eyes, and they're already in the space station, and they were like, like dealing with whatever they found, I would have liked a little more backstory, maybe, or a little more character development, at least. Uh, speaking of the space station, can we talk about how they clearly blew their budget on the outside of the space station? Because they show it, and it looks super massive and everything. And then the rest of the movie takes place in like a hall, de- uh, a hallway in like one <laughs> other, <laughs> right. in like one other part of the spaceship. I went, all right, budget, budgetary constraints. I'm like, fine, whatever. But it, it is a bit distracting. Um, one thing I will say is I got a real Alien Covenant vibe after I was done watching this, where I just kind of sat there and went, if I had paid for this, I probably would be furious right now. And if someone were to tell me this was good, I'd get upset and tell them why they're wrong. Like, it was just the more I thought about it, to be honest. Uh, I, I saw Game Night Friday last Friday. I saw Cloverfield Paradox... Sunday night and I can remember way more about game night than I can about Cloverfield and if you've listened to us for a while uh, we all enjoyed 10 Cloverfield Lane quite a bit and I really enjoyed the hell out of the first one so this was just so disappointing for me sitting there going "There's Colin put it perfectly there's a good movie here somewhere and all I was sitting there thinking is it felt like J.J. Abrams you know, was buckled down. He's like, all right, you know, I'll write, produce, direct, you know, this new Cloverfield movie. And then Disney calls and was like, hey, you want to direct episode nine? He was like, well, what am I going to pick? Fucking Cloverfield of Star Wars. So he pieced out, stayed on as a producer, and then they had to scramble to fill in the to fill in the blanks. That's really what it felt like. Because you're right, Scott. It's just so disjointed. Um, were there any crew members we liked or... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I actually did like the Irish dude who lost his arm. I thought he was at least, like, pretty charismatic to the point where I liked him. And then, um, the dude David Oilolo, (laughs) I I think he's actually a really good actor, um, and playing the American, uh, I thought he was alright. Like, like, you know, Scott, you, you mentioned, like, you didn't think, like, the acting was really the problem. I didn't think that either. I thought everything else was just so horrible. Yeah, no, I and I don't necessarily think that um, Mundy's character was like bad. It's just that that instance where he's sticking his hand through the wall, 
Yeah. And, like, them explaining, like, well, this is what Parallel Universes is. Yeah, so. and that, and that's the scene. That's uh, not so much as it is, like, the actor. Like, what what is he supposed to do with a scene where he's, like, right. losing his arm and it's crawling around the, on the ground? <laughs> right, right. And, like, I could, I don't know if you could tell, but you, if you kind of paid a little bit of attention to where his arm was moving around, it was, like, is looked pretty fake of not like on the ground but like when he had his arm in the wall and it was like kind of moving around yeah you could kind of tell that it was it i I mean obviously fake but like you lie (laughs) it was like the green screen kind of effect you could see and and i'll also say like the one plot line and the thing that i did end up liking about the movie which is like the only thing I really liked where I was uh, like at one point near the end, I was actually kind of like riveted. I was like, this is a good storyline. I wish it was in a better movie, but it's um, with, with the character Hamilton um, who's dealing with the fact that, you know, she's in uh, a, a parallel universe where her kids still exist. Yeah. But in order to go live that life, she has to go down and kill her other self or like she can go back and um, actually go back home and save um, her own planet. Like, that dilemma, I was like, okay, that now we at least have substance. That's a good plot point, you know? And sh- I thought she was good dealing with, like, you know, like, what decision do you make there that's, like, a horrible position to be placed in? And I thought she did a good job dealing with the one plot point that I thought was good. <laughs> uh, I, I would and I'd piggyback on that, and I feel like the... I wish they would have gone kind of more in depth with the alternate new universe that they stumbled upon. Um, all they just kind of said is they pick up radio signals that there's war, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that would have been kind of cool to get more, more in depth. But I like that angle that they took of there being, um, like, that alternate universe where that's directly related to one of these characters that puts her in an emotional bind. And that's really the only time that I was felt emotionally attached to any of those people. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, what about you, Hunter? Yeah, so, you know, Colin, and... God, you know... God, you're so smart. Um, you're right. That is the one plot line I went, okay, I'm actually feeling some emotion here. And um, the, the, the lady they find in the wall, something that I thought was actually clever... <laughs> that she did which was just such a bitch thing to do uh jensen uh she shows her like this video that she has of like her husband and her kids and her like playing together i was like god that's a bitch thing to do and mm-hmm. and that last kind of fight scene between two of them i thought was actually you know cat fight but i thought <laughs> and he ripped each other's clothes it's awesome but um <laughs> a plus hunter more like C plus, am I right? But anyway. Oh, double D plus. <laughs> uh, nothing but the smartest humor in this podcast. But, but I thought that was actually really well done as far as building tension. Um, and, and when and when Jensen starts going around and just offing people, it, it is pretty. Damn. Okay, she's not fucking around. And you you get her point of view because you know. Don't you know you don't cross the streams? Don't fuck the space time continuum. Like you know she's saying fuck all of you. You fucked up. Sorry. So it it's hard to kind of be but so upset because you're doing what she thinks. You know it's gonna not fuck up time. But um, I was irritated with this movie for most of it. 
And then that ending came, and I went, wow, you just dropped it a grade. I actually like Ted Cloverfield Lane more because of the ending, the way this movie ends, where I just went, oh, fuck you kindly. Um, it, it just, it really left a bad taste in my mouth. And the more I thought about the ending, the more I went, I really am liking this less and less. Um, I, I'm sure worse things are going to come out this year because, you know, Red Sparrow comes out soon. Uh, and, and I feel pretty, but... Uh, this might end up on my worst of. I, like, the more I think about it, the more upset I'm actually kind of getting thinking about it. Uh, uh, Scott, kind of your your thoughts on the ending and everything. Um, yeah, I think it was cheap and, like, just a real quick throwback to Cloverfield that has really nothing to do with any of what had gone on there. Um, and it leading to another movie that I don't want to see. Uh, like, that's what a cliffhanger should be at the end. To be like, oh, you know what? I, I want to stick around and see how this plays out. And I don't want to. I want to see what happens after uh, the chick leaves the cellar in 10 Cloverfield Lane. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see that continued rather than some, like, half-assed space exploration, time, like, time travel um, movie like it, the concepts were cool and I like usually what these films do um, but it was just I didn't get mad for sure like it didn't make me angry but it was a snoozer for sure and just like watching it laying in bed it was hard to hard not to fall asleep so I think that's kind of speaks volumes about it more than anything else what about uh, you Colin? yeah yeah just like I said before, the the ending is basically the only point where it finally ties it in to why this is Cloverfield. And it's just, yeah, cheap is the best word to put it. It's just cheap. It's, you know, they, they slap Cloverfield, the name Cloverfield on it, and they feel like they're going to, you know, draw a bigger audience. Um, and, you know, it's, it's probably why Netflix bought it. And I have to say, to their credit, they screened this. In um, you, you know around the United States or wherever they screened it, and it was getting horrible reviews. They basically like figured out no one's gonna go see this in theaters, so they were like, um, Netflix, you want to buy it for fifty million? And Netflix was like, sure, it's got Cloverfield on it, people will watch it. <laughs> and the budget was forty five, so they immediately made it profitable. And they didn't market it at all except for that like one time on the Super Bowl. So, you know. Give it up to big, uh, big money in Hollywood, and they know how to do it. What a joke! Yeah, that just, yeah. So, I mean, getting them. I, I mean, I'll, I'll go first here. Uh, the, the, the ending, man. It just, it really stuck in my crawl. And just the more I thought about it, I went, "Ooh, that pisses me off." I'm gonna be kind and give this an F, only because that last, uh, that last scene with. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm totally blanking on the character's name, but that that her story, her arc at the end, did make me kind of go, okay, maybe you know, maybe there's a little bit here that can be salvaged. Uh, but uh, overall, man, uh, Hamilton, pardon me, uh, her arc was handled well towards the end, but it, it just that last final ending to connect to Cloverfield, I went, damn it, no. And Colin's right. I think if this was just God, uh, God particle, like it was originally intended, and they didn't have to, you know, shoehorn it into this Cloverfield universe, then the movie would have fared better. So, 
Uh, yeah, uh, F for me. Uh, Colin, your final thoughts on Great Sir? Yeah, I, I just wanted it to be better. I think the whole time I was, tr- you know, trying to make sense of the plot when there was little being given to you. <laughs> um, you know, I was, I was, I was really giving the movie the benefit of the doubt because I was such a fan of Cloverfield's you know, the first two movies, even though the first Cloverfield, I feel like is unwatchable now because that camera's so shaky. But, um, yeah, so I just, I just wanted it to be better. And it just, it just kept letting me down to the point where, you know, a lot, a lot of the scenes were so cliche and they, they weren't developing this story of this universe that they were in. And, you know, you can't even develop the story in one universe and then you're going to sh- throw out a parallel one? Like, come on, what are you doing? <laughs> Damn. Like, fucking hell. Um, yeah, well and, and and I, I just... Yeah, I, the acting's not the problem. Um, it's, yeah, it's just, it's just shit storytelling. So, I, I, I mean, I, the best I can give it is a D. And, it, and that's really only saved by, by some of the plot lines that, that I thought could have been part of a, a much better movie what what you got scott yeah i feel like we're part of the same par- parallel universe tonight because um <laughs> i also gave it a d because it, it it was it's it's never something i'm ever gonna have any uh, desire to watch again nor would i ever recommend it to anybody again but it did make me mad so um big old fat d for this one God, you guys are in sync tonight. Yeah, I don't like it. It's like Ooh, we're bye, bye, bye. like synced, synced <laughs> up. But yeah, I mean that that's fair. I mean, it, but this I'll just say real quick, just to kind of wrap up. The reason I would give it an F is because I'm starting to grade things in the sense of if someone says they like this, how much will it upset me that they like, <laughs> that they like. You know what I mean? Like, like. Like if someone, you, just, like, you would take offense to other people liking this. Exactly. Like, I have this co-worker who loves the Transformers movies. I always go, God, you're so fucking dumb that you like those movies. Like, Because I was talking about the last night the other day. And just uh, So, if someone said, oh, I like Cloverfield Paradox, I'd say you're a fucking moron and would feel not bad at all for calling that person a fucking moron. So, yeah. When you're at that level, I think an F is only fair. But, you know, bottom at least. But... But yeah, fair enough with the D. I mean, and it is Netflix too. You know, it's like true. At least, at least it was just some free thing that's already on the thing I pay for, which is nice. <laughs> that, that cuts the blow for sure. That you know what that you know what that's a fair point because if I if I had paid ten bucks for this, I would have probably asked for my money back. I yeah, if I right. if I would have gone to a, a theater and sat down in a big yeah, I, I would have been like, what am I? What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that that. Okay, you know what that's. That's a very fair point. I, I, I gotta give you guys props on that. Okay, that that's fair. But, um... God, it's not Ridiculous 6, so, you know, there's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... That's that's one of the few cases of a go-fuck-yourself on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, true. And Sandy Wexler. Remember, that was a... Yeah, but, yeah it's pretty uh, bad, too. Yeah, Sandy Wexler's the worst. But, guys, uh, have you seen Cloverfield Paradox? Apparently, they're doing the fourth one. Uh, I think it comes out in October, I think I read. So... Mm. They're 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 pushing forward with these, so hopefully. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you, you know, it's got all right. Question: What are you least looking forward to? Clover, the next Cloverfield or Bumble, the Bumblebees Transformers spinoff? 
<laughs> oh, easily like e- that's not even a hard call. I would, <laughs> I would way rather see this next lower field because it could be completely different because they switch it up every single time. So that's at least point. like Transformers, you know you're you know what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. Not good, and it's not good. <laughs> wow, damn, damn, Scott just knocked that out of the park. That's a very fair point, but. Uh, guys, let us know if you thought of Cloverfield Paradox. I mean, are you excited for Cloverfield 4? Uh, apparently, Abrams is back for it, so hopefully it's better. But uh, you can follow us here on SoundCloud. You can follow us on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Music at The Real Pineapple. Like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. Follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at... Nim the First. And you can follow Colin on Twitter at... The Real O'Neill. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have a review up for Red Sparrow this weekend, as well as uh, Runaway Season 1. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.